0: Hey, Jenny B. We are on episode 9. Here and, again. And it's been a little bit of a hiatus. We haven't recorded a podcast in like a week or 10 days or so. We've just been so busy with amazing stuff. Yes, you don't know that. <laughs> we, we do these in bursts, in sprints. So today we are talking about scripts. And this is a very fascinating concept. Because it's basically the idea that people treat you according to the script that you give them. So consider everybody as an actor on a stage and you are the director. You are the creator of your life and you are directing people and you've handed them a script that says, this is how to treat me.
1: Yeah, it could also go back as far as um, a cute book called Conversations with God where you make contracts with people. That's
0: a deep concept.
1: Before you ever show up on this earth and say, hey, we're going to get together. This is going to be our story together. Will you support me on that? And they say yes. So you do it. And so basically it's waking up to the fact that you could be a victim or you're not. Are you running a victim script? Is everything happening to you or are you in charge of your life? Whoa, mind blowing. That might be a bit much for some people. But you're <laughs> listening because it's not too much for you.
0: Right. Right. You're the kind of high vibe people that understand that everything that happens to you you have created either consciously or subconsciously that you have pretty much agreed to everything. Now, we're not going to go into what that means for significant victimhood for the traumatic no, is, stuff. That we're not going to. We're going to
1: keep that. it really light. Yeah. So I'm going to start with one idea that came to me. One of the lies I believed that definitely played into my depression was that I was not creative. And so because a lot of my whole journey of health started because depression got so bad, I had to make some major changes. It was what lies were, was I believing, and that was one of them. Create, I was not creative. Now, when I changed that script, and I started saying I was creative, and it didn't have to be just arts and crafts. In fact, that's where I'm least creative. You're I'm not the
0: scrapbooking, Jenny?
1: Oh, no. You're, that's you, Steven. <laughs> yes.
0: DIY?
1: That's you, Steven. I'm, I'm
0: the photo book editor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give it to me in a bottle and I'll use it. But don't ask me to mix it or make anything extra out of it. I reserve that for the kitchen only, for my meal prep only. Otherwise, there's no DIY in my body. But I do love creating. I do love deciding what kind of scripts are in my life and who who is going to
0: enter my life. So, and well, let me just say that you are the ultimate creator, having created seven children. I mean, who can say, how many people on this earth can say they've created seven children? Probably a
1: decent number, but it is not common anymore. <laughs> 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 many moms.
0: So, yeah, you are super creative. And people would be like, well, but it just happened. The creation process just happened.
1: Oh, no. And I'm the one to say... No. Growing a baby is exhausting work. It takes every last ounce of energy you have.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then try living a life on top of that one, and that's why women get sick.
0: And yeah. And that's a teaser for another episode is the concept that when you experience morning sickness... Yeah. It well, is because you are not co-creating appropriately. Teaser, teaser. Teaser. Um... So then, Jenny, if we're so creative, uh, I mean, in terms of you created these children, but then you could say you're creative in that you are creating this life of yours. And that doesn't mean that you're just some visionary. It just means that you're intentional. You're intentional about what you want from life, and and you don't even get caught up in the how. It's just very clear the what.
1: So this is where we go to a lot of things called manifesting. What is it you want? Vision board creation. What is it you want? Instead of letting things happen to you, start deciding what you want out of life and let it come to you.
0: Now, people are frequently complaining about the things in life. And so here's a common example of a script. The idea of, I don't have enough time. Oh, I don't have time for that. You'll hear that a lot.
1: Oh, and when I'm coaching someone, if there's a space for that, I'm like, that's just because it's not important to you. Exactly. It will never, you'll you'll never have enough time. In fact, during the whole quarantine of COVID, someone still said to me, I didn't have time for blank, blank, blank. Hmm. And I said, you were giving nothing but time during the last three months. I guarantee it's not important to you. Exactly.
0: Time is about priority and importance. So if you don't have enough time, it actually means I don't have enough priority. I don't have enough importance for that.
1: And there's a great quote that I even just read on Instagram today that said, the busiest people always have time for you. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're important to them. So if you want to find out how to get more time, talk to a very busy person. (laughs) (laughs) They'll tell you all about it.
0: Right. So, yeah, we talked about creativity and, uh, and schedules and not having a time. I mean, people uh, place the, it's the victimhood of, of potential. Like, I, they cap they cap themselves on what they are able to do based on uh, on a story or a script. That, are you saying a glass ceiling is their own creation? Holy shnikes. Yes, I have. Stupid. I am. Uh-huh. And wow, yeah. That
1: might be mean.
0: And They really,
1: might think we're being really mean <laughs> on this episode. Like,
0: <laughs> and, see the, and this is why, because dang it. I mean, here's a plug for network marketing if I've ever heard one, but you have these women. So women are the ones that are successful in network marketing. Straight up. Straight up across the board. And, and especially in the company that we represent. Completely, it's women. And the highest income earners are these powerful women who... Yeah, they could have had some career. I know one who could have been a high-powered attorney and another who was an amazing entrepreneur and business owner. And they could have done all those things in the corporate world, but they shattered the glass ceiling of income potential in network marketing. Mm -hmm. There was no glass ceiling there.
1: No, the glass ceiling was their own creation. So one of the number one scripts that it's time to adopt is right out of Jack Canfield's Success Principles book. Number you one. are 100% responsible for your life. For everything that's happened to you and everything that's going to happen to you, you are 100% responsible for. Yeah. So I love that concept. And it's going to bring up a lot of questions. It's going to bring up a lot of anger to think of that. And that's where you start doing some self-coaching. You call a coach, you call me and you say, okay, this brought, that statement brought up this. What does that mean? And then when you start owning what that means, you start owning your life. You reclaim your life. Every script in your life, you reclaim. Steven, will you teach us about a script that you had to reclaim?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, let me talk about it. Another script, just because this is totally applicable right now with the COVID stuff, is this, these discussions about personal liberties, right? And one of the scripts that I was operating under, this was like almost 10 years ago, was that I was a victim to the oppression of, of a tyrannical, you know, overreaching government and people that had nefarious intentions to regulate and over-regulate. And those that, because I was operating within that script, that then created for me a sense of disempowerment, a sense of I am at the whim of the power brokers and what they're going to do with the economy and things like that. And then finally, I was like, this script is not serving me. (laughs)
1: You were in fear-based for a lot of times.
0: Totally. And so I said... Fear and
1: anger because you were angry that you gave your power over to the script. And then fear because the script didn't help you feel
0: happy about life. Right. And I finally was like, you know what? I'm taking back all these scripts. (laughs) You guys... No, 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 no. No, you're not in charge of my freedom. I'm in charge of my freedom. I create freedom for myself through my own choices, to uh, to be a uh, to be financially independent, to be independent from the healthcare system, to to say you know what no I've got this I can take care of myself, to be coming independent uh, from debt and burden. Um, I mean, people make decisions based on how much debt they have that uh, actually creates more bondage, less freedom for them. So anyway, I yeah, take back this the, the scripts. And then another script I took back was this whole concept of health. And I think it's important to... And then I'll talk about the other one that you have in mind, Jenny. Um, but the whole concept of health, you decided early on that, wait a second, this depression is something that I am not a victim of. I'm not a victim to this. I can... I can create something different for my health. And you've taken on that challenge in every area, whether it's thyroid health, hormones, depression, weight. What other health conditions should we talk about? That's <laughs> 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 us list them all. Any,
1: any health condition that is listed as a lifestyle health condition means that you were in charge of changing that, mm-hmm. and you still are.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so... You you created a new script, and you're like, here, Steve, here's a script for you for your health, right? And now you this, me Now, remember,
1: when you do scripts, sometimes it's all subconscious. Yes, totally. So when I changed my health, I was like, sorry, dude, you're coming along for the ride. <laughs> and this is what you're going to be. And this is how much you're going to weigh. And I was like, manifesting for him.
0: Mm-hmm. And how did and that work out?
1: You got angry. Yeah. Because you had still given away your power,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then you weren't happy with the result that was being handed to you. So instead of having a fear-based result, I was giving you an empowering result. And you were like, no, 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 I don't
0: want that I either. I don't want the power. <laughs> well, I, because at the end of the day, I didn't, want, I didn't want my life dictated by somebody else's script. It had to be my own.
1: Yeah. But then you found out you were a bit of a rebel
0: yeah and and in finding out that I was a rebel I realized that everything that I do has to come from like the depths of my heart like my heart wants to do this
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if my heart doesn't want to do it it's never going to happen or will it it will happen begrudgingly
1: or under pressure under duress
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so for the health stuff I was making incremental health improvements, but sometimes under under duress. And
1: sure. Like I said, no more dairy in the house. So you went out and got milkshakes with your brother.
0: Uh-huh. I said, hey, let's go to In-N-Out. Let's so what, whatever steps
1: we were making at home, you'd be like, and I'm going to take 10 backwards as soon as I go out with my brother.
0: Well, I mean, I, th- <laughs> I would say I took 10 steps at home and then I took two steps backward with my brother. Let's give you, let's give you guys a little bit more credit. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I was still operating with, with somebody else's script until I finally wrote my own script for health, which is called emotional weight loss. Yeah. A principle that somebody else taught me, a dear friend taught me, but I wasn't going to do her script of emotional weight loss and what that meant and what that looked like. I needed it to be my own. And so therefore the program I created is intended to help people actually create their own script for their health by giving them awareness and by helping them understand the motivation and then giving them all of these tips and tools to to write their own script of what their health and what their weight is going to look like. Yeah. Um, But before even arriving at that point where I could write my script, getting rid of the victimhood idea – that I was fat, I was big boned because somebody else, because my mom told me I was big boned or because the kids at school when I was an adolescent told me I was fat. I mean, that's literally what's happening when we talk about scripts. Kid at school says you're ugly, you're fat, nobody likes you. Um,
1: so it starts young. I can tell you, it even starts as young as your birth when you start hearing over and over again, or you were late.
0: Mm-hmm. You were
1: late to your own birth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just.
1: You made mom have a lot of sleepless nights.
0: Oh, you were so, so I Because
1: di- sleepless nights becomes a script.
0: Yeah, or you're so difficult to feed. Like you're waking up every couple hours. Such picky <laughs> you're such a picky eater. such a picky eater.
1: Like all those little scripts yeah. we decided to own. Okay, so I want to share how this really became like a real write down script exercise. Like literally changed my life writing this down. So this script exercise I learned from Ann Webb who was running the business Ideal Life Vision. Vision. Ideal Life Vision. Um, I believe she's uh, closed that business as of now. But what she would do is workshops where we wrote down our script for like five to six areas of our life. And so literally... I had to get really good at saying, do these, now I'm a feeler, do these words feel good? If I'm gonna read and listen to myself read this out loud every day, are these words gonna feel good? Is this really where I want the projection of my life? When I'm coaching somebody and they're really concerned about something immediately happening in their home, in their business, in their career, relationships, anywhere, I say take that one thing and project it out one year okay so for example health I am huge in helping you transform your health because it affects so many areas of your life Um, so you look at your health and you say in one year I want to be here and you write down very much in detail where you want to be. And then you go and you change all the wording. And in saying, I am going to be, you say, I am.
0: Speaking and in present then, tense. then,
1: not only do you speak in present tense, I changed the script up one more time. And I said, I'm grateful that I am blank right now. So your body goes, I'm supposed to be that right now. Your brain goes, I'm supposed to do that right now. And the answer is, well, yeah. And so, your body and your brain start going to work, making changes so that you can be that right now. So, in a year from now, you have become that. It's not still waiting a year off. Because if you're writing a script that says, in a year, I'm going to be, that year will never come. Mm
0: -hmm. It's always always going to be. It's always a year
1: away from the day you said it. That's what the script says. (laughs) So, it has to say that it's happening today and that you're grateful for the changes and for what you see. Today,
0: yeah, another tool that we use is we help people develop their strength statements and based right. on based on their Gallup strengths. And um, but recently, I was having a conversation with my nine year old daughter. She's going to turn ten. Yeah, she's about to turn ten. And I I went through a lot of different struggles when I was nine. And then she was starting to kind of have her own set of struggles that very much mirrored what I experienced at the same age but manifested slightly different. So anyway, as we're talking, I've had to repeat to her just more than a few times that she does not have to wait 30 years to let go of this story. There was one day that she was complaining about her siblings and how they felt about her. Is that something that you're going to believe? Is that a story that you're going to believe? Or are you going to create... Is, is going to create something that's actually true in the present. Because I don't want you to, I, I, you know, I said, you don't need to carry this like I did for 30 years before I was finally able to say, wait a second, that's not even true. That was a script that somebody gave me. That's not even true. Uh, and, and so anyway, that's so we have some amazing tools for, for that process. But it's all about incremental change. Because I was, I mean, it's funny, I'm more of a visionary person by by nature. Like I love thinking about the future. But Jenny was the one that really grabbed onto vision boarding and stuff like that. I just was living in this life of like skepticism and reality. Like this is what reality is, so therefore. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, how many little little pivots by just small degrees did I have to make? To the point where we almost reversed roles, and and Jenny was like, "Steve, you got to get it. You've got to get a, a, a full time job, just so we can make sure we have everything for our family." And I'm like, "No, I no. I'm not going to get a full time job. That's not what I'm supposed to do right now. I know I'm not supposed to do that." But that <laughs> that and and your devotion
1: to that desire meant a lot when you're like, "I'm not even going to listen to my wife." yeah I'm so devoted to what I believe in. I'm gonna stick with it no matter what she says. Yeah. And that that takes a lot of fortitude to make that many small changes in your life that no matter what your spouse will say, you're gonna to stick to your guns. Like nope, I got this.
0: Yeah, because the scripts of society were like, hey St- hey Steve, you're you're seeing the the bills and and there's a certain lifestyle that you want uh, that you have to maintain and there's all these responsibilities and things. And what I could do is I could see past this muddied present of today, and I said, in this beautiful future that's just right there around the corner, I don't need to run and retreat and go do and go get the job that's supposedly gonna pay the bills and answer all my questions. Like I have to I have to become something in this process and then this future is going to show up. And it just so happens that the future is showing up <laughs> right now. And I love it. I'm so excited for this future. I won't go into details. Because I want we to never <laughs>
1: want to say the future is in the future. Right. The future is now. The future is happening right now. Everything is turning a corner today.
0: Yes, 100%. And uh, anyway, and, uh, again, when we've talked about cycles and like how our life has this tendency to repeat cycles where if we don't learn the lesson, we are bound to repeat that negative cycle once again in our lives. So it's, it's taking the whole... It's a gift whole, from God. It is. And it's taking that whole concept of those who don't learn history are forced to repeat it. Well, if you take that to apply to you as a person, those who don't learn the cycle, the, the historical cycles that you have been playing out in your life are going to be forced to repeat those cycles. Until you learn the lesson and say... <laughs> to hell with this! I'm breaking the cycle. Mm-hmm. And one of the cycles that it, it, that I had experienced um, was just this money thing, and, and the cycle of um, wait, if I just if I I just need to run to this person, and this person will help me pay the bills and help me be the provider that I'm supposed to be for this big family that I have. <laughs> big family that I have. And That's kind I just, of a
1: scary thought. And if I
0: just if I just put my trust in this person or this organization or this company, they'll be the ones that will provide so for saying, me, so I can provide for the kids. You're,
1: you're basically saying you would have to run to the people you would have to do work for, right? Okay, not people who would give you handouts.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: I just want to <laughs> clarify
0: that part. The business. I'm not the guy. Whatever on place the you just no, whatever <laughs>
1: place you wanted to go, put your W two in their hand and say, okay, now you'll give me the money for my time and efforts yes. that I can provide for my family here instead of in this case you decided well I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to reclaim that I'm going to say I've got my W-2 that I don't need to hand to anybody I've got this and then you took it a step further and said I'm partnering with God on this
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just the two of us and he knows what we're doing and we are going to move forward on our entrepreneur experience this way I'm not putting my trust in anyone else. Yeah. Now, that is kind of an interesting concept because a lot of Christians are listening to us. Yeah. And a lot of Christians love God on Sundays. But a lot of them have a hard time understanding that God loves them... All days. ...every hour of the day and is interested in their desire to take care of their family, their desire to better their health, their desire for everything... And he's there to partner with them on every second of the day, and be their best friend.
0: Yeah, and that partnership gets to the point where it's not like, "Okay, God, what do you want me to do next?" Okay, God, what do you want me to do next? No, no, okay, no, no, not, no. no, it no doesn't look because like that. you just
1: pounded your power back, to, back God. to God, and the point is to hold your power. Yeah, and to say, "Partner with me," and he's like, "What do you want to create?" And I'm like, "I want to create this," God. And he says, "Go for it." Right? Yep. It's like that dad. Who says, I know you're an adult, go for it.
0: Yes. I've got
1: your back, son.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there are times when he says, Okay, put the pause on that plan just a hair.
1: Oh yeah, like I got you, something better. You need to learn a few things and I need to pivot your direction, then you can move forward
0: again. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's very fascinating, but um, I mean, recently we were coaching with somebody, and and, uh, and this person mentioned their husband struggling with with uh, some career choices at the time, and and the person said um, that their their husband just wasn't sure what to do next. I was like, well, why doesn't he have a conversation with God about that? And and she was like, well, he doesn't believe that. <laughs> like she doesn't, He doesn't believe that God really cares what he does for a living. I said, oh. Well, consider the lilies of the field and how they grow and consider the sparrows in the sky and how they fly. And it's not that that you know money drops out of the sky when we want to manifest it.
1: Well, for some people it does. Yes, I've so. literally seen that happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you're talking to one right now. <laughs> you're Like, honey, you just got to bail out. <laughs> right. Um but it's uh it's it's the fact that no, he, he does consider the lilies and he does think of the sparrows and does think about the how. How do the sparrows fly? He does think about how to help you fly. You know, what gust of wind needs to be sent that will lift your wings a little bit? You know, what little bit of food needs to be placed in your path, like the sparrow, to be like, oh, I got my next little meal here. I'm going to keep on going. What little worms... Mm popping out of the out of the soil that he can you know quickly grab. So those are those are the kinds of things that when we when we partner with with God on this process, we will find that we will create whatever it is our heart deeply deeply desires. And so that's the I think the overall overall messaging of this podcast episode. Is you've got to pay real close attention to the scripts that are out there, yeah. The scripts that the media hand you. I mean, heck, the scripts that we're handing you right now. Consider for yourself: Are we? Is this a true principle? Is this a principle that is not only true, but is it a principle that you can even start to implement? Because some people can hear something and say, "Oh, yeah, that's true," but they don't. They don't have the capacity to begin to implement it until they make a couple other shifts in their lives. Uh, So so, this is
1: just to bring awareness to it. Yeah. If you can use any of the tips we've shared so far and implement it, go for it. Write things out. Put them into practice. Call for help. Whatever you need. Or just consider the idea that it could be helpful and that you'll be ready to pivot as soon as you're ready.
0: Right. You've been given scripts from parents. From the, the kid that bullied you at school. And um, I hesitate to say it, but I will. But some of you were handed a script by an abuser who traumatized you at some time in some point in your life. And it's your choice to continue to carry that script with you that you are nothing, that you are worthless, that you're worthy of abuse, and instead say, to hell with this script. I'm burning this thing. I am returning this to sender. This is not mine. Just because somebody forces a script into your hand and says, this is how your life is going to be, doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. The only person that will give you the script that, uh, well, let me put it this way. God will sometimes... Place a script in your hand and say, "Will you please operate by this script for the next little while and just trust me, so I can get you back on the right path?" And then you can start creating your own mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> and uh, and that's kind of what had was happening multiple times in my life, where the script kind of got thrusted into my hand. And now I've gotten to this wonderful point where the Lord's like, "Okay," <laughs> like I wake up in the morning, like, "Okay, Lord, what are we going to create today?" Or here's Here's my plan for the week. And it's really cool. And whenever I tell Jenny that I need to go have a CEO meeting with God, she's like, oh, great. That means you're going to be doing something amazing this week. (laughs) I'll
1: go make myself scarce. You go meet with the CEO.
0: (laughs) Go meet with the CEO. Get a new script. So consider what your scripts are. If you are a Bible reading or scripture reading person, script. That's a script that comes... And it's not, uh, and it's customizable because it was written for our day, but it's customizable based on our daily interactions with God. So how cool is that? Wow. Big, st- big stuff. So I think that's, that's the end of this episode.
1: Yep. Take some time to digest that one before you jump ahead to the next one.
0: But we'll let's... see you
1: very soon.
0: It's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you all later.